If you're tired of bad news, if you need some positivity, if you want to support small businesses, then welcome to Happy Grateful Blessed with Kaysville's own mayor, Tammy Tran. Here, you'll get to see the best of humanity from within Utah's hidden gem, Kaysville City. Every month, you'll discover small businesses, hear unique and incredible stories, and understand the difference you make in this wonderful city. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to this podcast so that you'll never miss a chance to find a new business to support and learn what makes a city like this one work as well as it does. So join us as we explore Happy Grateful Blessed with Tammy Tran. Michelle, thank you for being here. You're so I'm welcome. so excited to introduce you as one of Kaysville's newest businesses. I'm here with Michelle Smith, who owns Treasure Again. Again. Uh-huh. Tell us a little bit about your company and about yourself, because that's what people really like to know is the person behind, okay. behind well, the scenes. Well, the company name is actually Treasured Again Vintage, Antique, and Unique, and so it's kind of self-explanatory. We um, highlight vintage, antique, and unique items. Um, so anything that I come across that I'm like, hmm, I've never seen that before, I grab it, whether it's new, old, or, or anything in between. Um, but of course, my, my heart and passion is with vintage and antique items. So we love that the kids are trending and loving the, yes, the so vintage popular. clothing and, mm-hmm. and the mid-century modern furniture is really trending right now as well. And I'm so happy to see us going back to real wood yes, and not too. painting everything. I think there's a time to paint wood, but real wood is just so beautiful. And so I'm happy to see people appreciating that and it's seeing true. the tones changing. Um, mm-hmm. as far as me, I, um, I'm in my third phase of life. I um, say the first phase is, you know, up to your 20s when you decide how you're going to make a living. And then the middle phase, you make a living. And now I'm lucky enough to um, have made a living enough that I can start a company and not be able to afford to pay myself yet. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) That's great. So hopefully that will come in time. Right. But we, we started out... Um, my husband and I moved to Utah, swore that we would never raise a family in Utah. He was born and raised in Idaho, and I lived all over, but I was born in Wyoming. Okay. And so Utah just had this um, reputation of being so Utah. Okay. And so we were like, oh, no, we, and that's not what we want. That's not how we want to raise our children. We want to be out in the world and give diverse, them a real... A more variety. Yeah, li- okay. exactly. So when he... Um, and I were going to USU, we got engaged and married, and I became a school teacher there in Cache County for five years. And then um, between my fourth and fifth year of teaching, I was an adjunct professor up at USU. And um, then he got this great job opportunity, and lo and behold, it was right here in Salt Lake, and we couldn't believe it. So we thought, well, we'll move down there. And at that point, we had our first daughter. She was just a little tyke and I was pregnant with our second daughter and so we just thought you know they're little and they won't won't stay and I'm sure yeah I'm sure we'll travel with his job and move somewhere with his job and here we are we were married in 89 and you're so we just celebrated our 30 we'll have 34 years of uh, wedding bliss great (laughs) it's been ups and downs it's been a roller coaster big time (laughs) i understand but we'll be married 34 years in august and we raised all three of our children and primarily here in east layton really Mm -hmm. the heart of davis county which is very utah right yeah and except we're we're a lot more diverse now which Uh, i I really love we chose 
Leighton very specifically because it was by Hill Air Force Base. And with the Air Force Base, mm -hmm. it did bring in a lot of diversity. And I worked out there for 12 years. Oh, and did so you? being able to be out there with people that came from all over the world. Mm -hmm. And then we just try to travel a lot and give our kids a lot of experiences outside just good. the Leighton area. And, oh, that's good. And we've had some fun um, someday we'll talk more and I'll tell you some fun stories some about fun traveling adventures. and them leaving the very white Utah <laughs> and experiencing a little bit more diversity. But totally we were very lucky. Um, we had a pilot for a neighbor, um, the Romans, and and so we got to travel a little bit more than normal with buddy okay. passes and and things like that and and they got to that's experience neat. and they have a lot of family all over the united states that we travel to visit family really so. that's fantastic yeah and, and your first so moving to caseville with your store it was a relocation right you were already established correct we okay. had two stores we had one inside mps we called it our store in a store okay we opened that just last april so we hadn't been established very long oh, okay i walked in there january of last year and thought oh my gosh this would be a great place for a a store and I had a friend looking to open a store and when I called him and told him about it he said it's too small and he was right oh, okay but I just kept thinking it's a great location I couldn't get it out of my head and I went to my husband and said you know what? I'm gonna regret it if I don't try this I think I need to do this and at first I started out with a partner and then that fell through and it worked out to be better because it's a little easier when you're just making decisions on your own yes I know so we went ahead and opened in April and um, as he said, it was too small. So once we got set up, we realized we had a lot of inventory that still needed to be shared. And Sweet Randy over at um, Wonder, right there on Gentile, said, mm -hmm. you should come and look at Red Hanger. And oh, I okay. said, well, you don't want to have me right next door to you. And he said, why not? Oh, that's not? where you were. Oh, right. Yes, yeah, so I was inside Red Hanger. And he okay. said, of course, because you do more vintage and antique, and he does more crystals and stones. Oh, okay. And so I said, okay, great. And so... We opened up there, but it was a month-to-month, -month, I thought, for me, because I didn't know if I could handle two stores that quickly. Mm -hmm. And then it ended up being that there was a code issue, oh, okay. and the landlord said, we're going to remodel in a couple years. We don't want to deal with it. And so we were like, oh, my gosh, we just had gotten our everything organized. You know how it takes time oh, it to, settle to settle in and settle get everything in. looking the way you want. Right. So we were devastated. I cried for three days Shoot. and just couldn't believe it. But then as soon as... You know, I looked and looked for days, weeks. I looked and looked and thought I was just running out of hope. And somebody recommended the location that we're in. Oh, and good. I had heard that I had to sign like a five to 10 year lease on it. And I was like, I can't do that. And my husband said, go ask for yourself instead of rumors you're hearing and find out what the real story is. Good idea. And so, yeah, it was a good lesson not to just listen to rumors and went and found out the actual situation and and they worked with me this is the romney corporation mm -hmm. and they were great and i told them my situation and it all happened within a week from really? the time that we decided Good. to do it and they let us move in right away and we did because the idea of putting all of that in storage and having to move it a second time i oh, was I just like i would have been exhausted sounded hard so it, it just it's funny, I never would have dared to go to a 4,000 square foot store to start, mm -hmm. but it's really what we needed. And so we opened three stores and closed two in 11 months. That's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot. And that's the life of an entrepreneur and yeah. a business owner. Yeah, you, you just got to gotta roll. Got to roll with it. Be flexible. Be brave. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I, I love the fact that you've had those experiences because I think so many people listen and they want to start a business or they want to do something, but they're just so paralyzed with fear. I was talking to one of my kids today about how looking back over my life, the decisions that it's not that we were doing nothing, just sitting around waiting for something to drop in our lap. But when they, when things fell into place, when the you universe know, seems to be calling to you, you yes. have to accept the call. Yes. And the stars aligned. Mm-hmm. And I think it happened exactly the way it had to. Like I said, I never would have had the confidence that the market was where it was. Like I Good. knew that it was trending and coming back. But 20 years ago, right. antique stores were closing every other week. And then COVID really put the mm-hmm. the majority, if you didn't own your building and you had to pay rent and you couldn't have your people right. just were going right. under left and right. And I felt like we had finally hit the bottom and we're coming back up. But that was just my gut feeling. Mm-hmm. I didn't have any research Good. to mm-hmm. to prove it. And um but there were just so many things that seemed to be giving me the sense that, that, really, really, that it was coming back. It, it's just, it's great advice for people that are listening, you know, and just good perspective. Because sometimes we have data. Of course, we want to use data as much as we can. But sometimes it's that gut feeling mm-hmm. that even is so much better than, than data. Well, and I, I'm so blessed to be in that third phase of my life mm-hmm. that I could take a little I mean, I understand when somebody's in that second phase and Mm -hmm. you've got to put food on the table and pay the mortgage and Mm -hmm. you've got kids and you're just like, I can't roll the dice. I need to know I have benefits and and a check coming in. So I'm very, very lucky to have a supportive husband. I'm very, very lucky to, well, I'm unlucky in one way. I have three children and not one of them even plans to give me a grandchild. Okay. So... I'm unlucky in that I don't have a, if I had a swarm of grandkids, I probably have stuck to the safe job mm-hmm. that gave me paid vacations. Right, right. But because I don't have any grandchildren kicking around, I was like, I've got to right. go ahead and start your this. phase three and, mm-hmm. and, do, and do my passion. Exactly. Do things that are exciting for you. I, I love that you mentioned that you've been married 34 years because, mm-hmm. you know, we'll celebrate 33 years in September, my husband and I, and it's been great. But I think sometimes, especially people, young kids are getting married. They think that you're marrying that supportive husband. And really, that happens over time when you get to be more supportive of each other and that, and you grow together. And so it's really neat that you're giving your husband a shout out. Well, and I'm sure it happened over time. I probably should have asked my husband if it was okay to say this before I say it publicly, but we thought we were going to divorce oh. a year ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's actually part of why I was like, I need to do what makes me happy and not what is expected of me. Good for you. And it was was having a great therapist who said, you know, I learned so many things in the last year. Oh, if I could go back with those tools. Really? And I think the biggest thing that I learned is men and women, we are different. Men are from Mars and women are from Venus. Mm -hmm. And women cannot compartmentalize like men do. And I had some things from my childhood that I had just festered. Mm -hmm. And they came out in a really unhealthy way about eight years ago. And we went through such a rocky time getting me healthy, healthy and happy again. And I went from being super mom and running training departments and everything to literally in the fetal position and had PTSD and and had flashbacks and went through just how... And we, once the kids were out of the house and I fi- finally was healthy again, he had taken on new interests and I had, and we were going separate directions. Were you? We were headed just still good people, mm-hmm. loved each other, loved our children, but our past, we were like ships that 
didn't pass in the night. Other than sleeping in the same bed, we didn't eat together. We didn't exercise together. We didn't do hardly anything together. We were just becoming roommates. Interesting. And I thought, I could be alive for another 30 years. No, I think it's really common with empty nesters. So you were able to just talk to a a great therapist? My therapist said the smartest thing to me, and if everybody could remember only one thing from this, he said, Michelle, women are complex and men are simple. It's true. And we think so much. Our minds go and go and go and go. Mm -hmm. We lay there at night and we have all these things in our head and men go to sleep and they turn it (laughs) off. Right. And he said, if you're going to divorce, first tell him the things that have frustrated you that you have just grinned and bared it this whole time. Mm-hmm. Say to him, I don't like it when you do this. I would appreciate it. And tell him what you would like him to do instead. Okay. And once you have said, this is what upset, and do it when you're calm and mm-hmm. not, 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 not fighting, emotional, emotional, not in the middle of a fight, but just at a time when you're connecting and you can talk peacefully and just say, I feel like we're going to separate directions. And I think something that could help is if we ate dinner together. I know you have a special diet, but even if you eat Mm -hmm. a different diet than me, Mm -hmm. let's just sit down and eat our two different plates, but together, Together. because we're still family. And we did that our whole lives. Our kids always had dinner with us. Mm -hmm. Then the kids went out, and all of a sudden, we were on separate schedules. So we came back, and, and he was willing to do it. He was happy to do it, but I hadn't asked for it. I wanted him to take the hint. Right. I wanted him to read my mind. Mm -hmm. And all I had to do was say, would you please have dinner with me at least three to four times a week? I know there's times we're both busy at night, Mm -hmm. but let's make it a priority. So that helped us to come together. And then I said, you know, other little things. You know what? You don't have to open the door for me all the time. But when we go on a date, would you just show that little extra... It just is sweet when Mm -hmm. a guy opens the door. And I know I'm strong and I'm capable of opening my door. But there's just something very gallant about a man opening the door and thinking of you. And so he started opening the door for me on special occasions. Not all the time. I I still touch the door now because I'm in such a habit of doing it. Mm -hmm. But I always thought it was sweet when other people did it. But I never asked him. So he didn't know that you were yeah. secretly wishing, kind of wishing that he would do it, mm-hmm. and 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 not only wishing but getting a little kind of resenting a little, yeah, a little resentment. Like, yeah. why don't you open? It? Look at that man; he's opening the door for her. That's so <laughs> sweet. Why can't you be that man? And he couldn't read my mind. So, if I had just realized earlier, I think we would have been better examples as parents to our children. Mm-hmm. And I think we would have been so much happier together in our relationship up to this point. That's really so neat. So we renewed our vows last October. Did you really? Uh-huh. Where did you do that at? Just in our backyard. Oh, really? Just okay. with our children and neat. my best friend and my mom and my sisters. And That's neat. Just a very, very intimate small group and just exchanged vows and renewed our covenants and just cool. said, you know, we just... We are better together than apart. But he moved out for six months. Oh, he did. So you guys were serious. Yeah. Yeah, he moved into a house down the street of a man that's gone into assisted living, and his home is empty, and and he's 101. He's a good friend of ours. So he moved in to keep an eye on the house, and and we separated for six months last year. It's a beautiful story. I'm (laughs) so glad that you shared this because this is real life. Yeah, and so many people are experiencing this. I was on a 
I was on a, out with some friends this morning, kind of having the same conversation, just the frustration with not communicating. But but you're right. So much of it on is uh, is really on us mm-hmm. as women. Yeah. Because we don't verbalize what we actually want. We just expect them to know well, we've been married for 30 years. Why don't you know? Why don't you know what or, I want? You know, I've told you this before. Why don't you listen? Or if you cared about me, if you, you know why I'm upset. <laughs> right, right, exactly. If you thought, but we, you know, I can remember seeing men and women in my ward and watching them do certain things and thinking, oh, I like what she did for him. I'm going to do that for my man. I'm going to do that for my husband. I'm going to do that for my kids. Mm-hmm. I like how she got up and made cinnamon rolls as a tradition and calendared. And and I would, women, we do that. Mm-hmm. We look at other examples right. and we go, oh, I like that. I like that look with that look. And we, we mimic style and habits and and all kinds of things. But men are just very comfortable in their own skin, I think. <laughs> and they, unless they somebody are. brings it to their attention, they don't notice. They don't necessarily think, if it ain't broke, why fix it? True. And and to their point, they're very simple. And it's not simple-minded and they're not right. intelligent. Not simple it's just very black and in, white. Yeah, not simple at all. Is, right. My husband is a brilliant man. Mm-hmm. He has a... MBA, he is a CEO of a company. I am not saying simple right, in any right. way but intelligently. Just in terms of not complicated. Yes, we make things right. so we do. much more complicated. And we overthink things and uh-huh. we rehash them in ourselves and we create our own little scenarios, scenarios that are mm-hmm. not based on reality. We at make all. mountains out of molehills. We, we do. We do. And and it's and it's true. I really admire I was talking to my daughter and my daughter in law the fact that I think this younger generation, a couple of things, they've been, they're used to getting what they want. Yep. They're used to being direct. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of us as mothers taught our girls, especially, say what you want, stand up for yes. what you want, tell people You're what you think. You're capable of anything, rah, rah. And they're really good at having those conversations mm-hmm. where my daughter will say, you know, I love my husband to death and I don't want to have this conversation for 25 years like uh, mom does. Yeah. So we're going to fix it now. Yes. And she said, and it's okay if we're mad at each other for a couple hours. Because then we won't keep having the conversations, Mom, mm-hmm. that you're having. And so I really admire that. I do, too. And I admire you and your husband for being able to recognize that this yeah. isn't working. Let's yeah. fix it. But you know and what not, we also recognize is if you look at the other options out there, mm-hmm. either being on your own right. or rolling the dice on someone else. Oh, boy. Oh, my goodness. That the baggage we all have. It's true. It could be hard. You know, when you start having to mix children and family traditions and, right. and you know, you get set in your ways. I'm in my 50s now and mm-hmm. I kind of like the way I yeah. cook my spaghetti sauce and, <laughs> and go on vacation every summer. And, you know, and you get those routines in you your do. life and you bring somebody in who has a totally different... You know, I say the vacation when we got married, summer came and we got married in August. We went on the honeymoon and I said, I know we did the honeymoon, but what's our summer trip going to be? Well, he was raised on a farm. So they and he said, what are you talking about summer trip? They had to irrigate. They didn't go on vacations. And so I said, well, we always, you know, my mom raised six children, very poor. But but she figured out a way we'd go camping or do a staycation or go see family members. And we did something every summer. And. I said, you know, at that point, I said, oh, you didn't do that. Well, that's important to me. And he was like, yeah, I can do that. We can do that. But it wasn't part of, you know, so you you mailed those things in. Well, to start over with melding two lives Mm -hmm. together at this stage, I think would be a lot harder. (laughs) It would be hard. And sadly, some people don't have any choice. Right. And, and yeah, they are in that situation. And so I guess in, in that situation, it's really good to be able to say, okay, 
what did I love about what happened and what would I like to change moving forward? What am I okay to let go of? mm -hmm. And what is a firm? What's my top 10 that I have to keep? And what are the others that are kind of further down the list that aren't so important? Flexibility is key. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But it's really neat to be able to have conversations about being people. Yeah. And realizing that it's okay to say, you know, this was hard. I remember I was in a church meeting and one of the women who was in the stake something um got up and she said and she's a therapist and she said people don't know this about us but 10 years ago we almost got divorced mm-hmm. and you could hear the audible sounds mm-hmm. of, oh, because uh-huh. she was like the go-to therapist for the stake right and everybody trusted her and she was a wonderful lady and still is yeah but she said no we were having a really hard time 10 years ago we almost got divorced we sat our kids down and said look this is probably it but but we were able to come back from that. And People hear who this and hear it was this awesome. podcast are going to do the same thing. They're it was gonna, awesome. Because you think everybody knows what's mm-hmm. going on with you. We don't. We're so busy with our own lives. Mm-hmm. My neighbors don't know. And they lived on the street and he was living in another house. And they didn't know. And some of them, I would say, well, you know, Derek was living down the street. And they were like, no, I had no idea. Oh, and he lived there for six months. And and you're right. It's people <laughs> we're all living our lives and mm-hmm. trying to survive. So busy. But it's really neat that you're in stage four. Or yeah. stage three. Stage three. Stage three. I, three is as far as I know. This is stage, well, stage three. I think it's like the three acts of a play, right? You have right, the exactly. beginning, That's you true. have the climax. And now I'm hoping I'm in the passion, fun-loving, wrap it up. Right, exactly. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I bet you have a stage four because you, you're still really young. But it's it's kind of this entrepreneurial, let's see what I love. Let's yeah. build this this business. I loved going to your store. Thank and you. And seeing the cool things, the old-fashioned rocking chairs and just the old, the, the types of glassware that I saw at my grandma's house. Yeah. And, Things like that. And and I love that, like you mentioned, vintage is really popular now. Mm-hmm. And so you have an event coming up, right? Yes. Let's so I'm talk really about excited about the um, Friday, final Friday festival okay. is what we're calling it. We had our first one in July. It's the last Friday of each month. So we did it July, August, and September. And they were hoping to continue this and start again next year in May. Good. And it's right there next to the Kaysville Library mm-hmm. in the Heritage Park. And we had so much fun. We had um, a gentleman come with a carriage company, and it's um, horse-drawn carriage rides for $5 a person. Perfect. And it went into the night. I didn't even know because it was our first time doing it. That carriage is so beautiful, all lit up at night. Oh, that's It's neat. about a 10, 12, 15-minute ride around the neighborhood. That but it's so great. fun for the kids to see the horses and to hear the clippity-clop. And we're still a small enough town that you mm-hmm. can kind of enjoy the beauty of just the little neighborhoods as right. he takes them through. And the people love that. We have face painting coming up at the next one. My daughter, um, her professional name is Mac Moon, but she's my Kenzie. Kenzie Smith is her name. Okay. But she sang, and that brought in a lot of people. They loved hearing her, and she did a lot of originals, plus a lot of um popular songs and some oldies that kind of went along with the vintage we brought in vintage items so we had the vintage market we didn't have any produce come last time but we'll have microgreens so if anyone is a produce market person and miss having that out at usu extension those booths are free you don't have to pay if you're doing produce oh good we want to encourage produce booths okay so there is no fee if you're a vendor and want to come and sell your your produce any vegetables, fruits, microgreens, plants, that type of thing, then there isn't a fee for the booth. However, if you do um, other artistic type things, jewelry, we have several jewelry sellers, some crafters, a man that does these beautiful flags out of wood, 
And then businesses that want to come tell about their businesses. We had a sports therapy group came and an educational learning group that came. And I think they'll be back as well. We had, oh, the most delicious food, that um, Thai chef. Oh, isn't isn't it fantastic? It is. So good. They do a really and they job. brought so much food that they were, for the rest of us that were there at the night, they were giving some of it away because they didn't want to throw it out. And, oh, I will be back there many that times. That's awesome. Their mango with sticky rice. My husband loves that. It's his so, all-time favorite. So good. And their um, coconut curry chicken. Mm-hmm. It was everything they had was delicious. We also That's have a neat. Polynesian lady that comes and cooks Polynesian food. And we will have the food trucks there okay. for August and September. We didn't have any in July because we put it together in only three weeks. And so they were already all booked. Oh, okay. But now we have them booked. And so we'll have a European one that makes crepes. That sounds fantastic. And we'll too. have um, Mexican food. And so there's going to be lots of wonderful food, live music, artisans. We'll have um, really fun activities for the kids. I brought some of the old original push mowers. Oh, really? And they're really hard to <laughs> mow the lawn. That'll be so fun the for kids them. kids could experience that. We'll have the old um, student desks with coloring books and crayons so the kids can oh, come and color too. if they want to do that. There's tic-tac-toe that's already there. The splash pad goes until 6 o'clock. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the kids came and were running around and doing the splash pad as the parents were kind of looking and then they came and listened to the music together had a bite to eat walked around and then went on a horse-drawn carriage ride that was like the perfect day right it was a wonderful wonderful evening so it'll just grow and we have plenty of room for more vendors we're kind of just doing a u-shape now but eventually we want to be you know, the all the way around. But, right. but we understand that we're just getting it up and going. The benefit of being a vendor now as we're growing is next year, as the word gets out mm-hmm. and more and more people want to do it, anyone who does it in July, August, and September get first dips to do it in in May of next year okay. and continue. So they'll have Perfect. first option okay, to, booth to pick areas. their booth area okay. to sign up. So as we get to where we have a waiting list, those who have started with us and supported us early on will get priority. That's a fantastic way to do it. Is there a website or do they go into your store? So um, there's a Facebook page okay. and there's an Instagram under Treasured Again Vintage. And um, I don't have a website. It's, I haven't well, you don't done really my need store. One, really. Yeah. You probably Facebook there's, and Instagram are right. Perfect. We've got s- um, flyers all over. Thank you to the local businesses who have been the creamery over here. Oh, they're put fantastic. It up. They are Good. so great and they put it up. And I had lots of people that came and said, oh, I saw it in my workroom. So every vendor does have to give out 10 flyers okay. and take them around. But Good. lots That's of a great places, program. Cutler's over here and the west side has been having it up. And we've had a lot of support from, you know, Good. we seem to find if it's a chain, there's usually a policy against doing it but red balloon the new store that's next to me mm-hmm. i think they're going to put it up oh, good um and we're looking forward and hoping that we get our trader joe's we are, we are so hoping we're going to talk about that in in a podcast uh next week we're yeah. going to do a, a we're going to do a second campaign so awesome so we'll talk about that we would love them for our neighbor they are we really our here. people the way totally they, the, yeah totally. their philosophy the and, would and everything would just be so cohesive with our store we would just be thrilled. i agree i'm glad mm-hmm. that you brought that up thank you mm-hmm. i'm excited about this so we will continue to spread the word 
And we'll definitely make sure that this is published in time for great. people to really hear about it and, and know about it. That'd be great. Thank you so much. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks, Thanks for, for having me. Here. Uh -huh. Treasured Again Vintage. Treasured Again Vintage, vintage and Antique and Unique. And, okay, got it. Yep. Thank you, That's Michelle. To all my podcast listeners, thank you for listening. I really appreciate your feedback and your support. Please leave comments and please leave suggestions for future guests. And most importantly, subscribe. Thank you.